This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and in a moment, we'll be checking in with John Carlson of 2% Realty. You know him as Johnny Smartpoint. We'll get his take on how the real estate market is doing. But first, it's some of the consumer news from the past few weeks. A cryptocurrency scam in Calgary has police here on the Lower Mainland on alert as well. Cops in Calgary are warning people that scammers are posing as police officers to steal thousands of dollars in cryptocurrency. Investigators say that in most cases, the scammers claimed to be a family member who had been arrested and someone impersonating a cop demands money for lawyer fees in the form of Bitcoin. They say in some cases, the scammers even spoof the phone numbers of friends or family members, and that makes the whole thing seem a lot more legitimate. Police say people can verify an offer's identity by requesting a badge number and a photo ID card. More people were looking for work in June of this year here in Canada, with the jobless rate increasing to 5.4%. That's as the economy added 60,000 new jobs, many of them full-time. The larger number of people looking for work is actually good news to the Bank of Canada. They're looking for signs that their recent aggressive interest rate hikes are working to cool down the economy. They have a decision to make next week, and many economists are predicting yet another interest rate hike from the Bank of Canada. This month's GST check will feature an added bonus for about 11 million of us here in Canada. They will be getting a special payment of up to 467 bucks to help with the rising cost of groceries. That's the amount a family of four can expect, while single Canadians will get $234 and seniors will average about $225. Grocery prices were up 9% from levels a year ago in May. Not much of a surprise, but campfire bans are back in several areas of BC as of yesterday. This is uh, as they were lifted last month when much needed rain fell on large parts of the province. But now that we're back in the warmer and drier spell and the increasing fire danger that comes with it, the BC Wildfire Service says campfire bans are returning to the entire Kamloops Fire Center starting as of noon yesterday. Bans will also cover the entire Coastal Fire Center where bans on Vancouver Island and the Sunshine Coast have been in place for several weeks as the fire danger there is ranked as extreme. The federal government is pulling advertising from Facebook and Instagram after their parent company, Meta, promised to block Canadian news content on the platforms. Meta announced that move in response to the federal government's recently passed Online News Act, which will require tech giants to pay media outlets for content that they share or otherwise repurpose on their platforms. Google has also promised to start blocking Canadian news when the bill comes into force in six months, but the government says it is in talks Uh, with Google. I'm guessing the business that was giving submarine tours of the Titanic, where that sub imploded last month, I'm guessing they're not getting a lot of potential customers calling about the next trip. A spokesperson for the Washington-based Ocean Gate company say they've now suspended operations. All five people on board the Ocean Gate vessel were killed in the implosion 
as it made its descent into very deep North Atlantic waters on June 18th, the CEO of the company, Stockton Rush, was actually piloting the sub when it all went bad, so he was one of the people lost as well. This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. Coming up, we're going to talk real estate. As the summer heats up, will Vancouver real estate do the same? We'll hear from John Carlson, johnnysmartpoint.com, and get his take. That's when Vancouver Consumer continues right here on CKNW. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. Welcome back. Well, the Real Estate Board of Greater Vancouver says there was plenty of demand for homes last month. And you combine that with the uh, fact that there's not many homes available to buy, and that's led to an increase in prices. It's helped boost average prices for residential properties here to just over $1.2 million. Overall, Overall, the board says that the housing market continues to outperform expectations with apartments and condos slightly doing better than townhouses and detached homes. And uh, I guess the big takeaway is that the, the the fact is there's not a lot of supply, but there's a lot of people who want to buy. But is this a temporary thing? Will things start to fall as we move into the fall? Um, sounds like we need an expert. Luckily, we have one. Our man in the trenches in the world of real estate all over the lower mainland, our friend John Carlson of 2% Realty. You know him as Johnny Smart Point. His website is johnnysmartpoint.com. Hello, John. How are you? Hey, Martin. I'm doing great. Good to be back again. Thank you. Yeah. So um, let's get right to it because I'm looking at these numbers and it looks like the market, it, it was kind of on a path, a downward trajectory. And then it kind of, it's picking up a little steam over spring and summer. But I'm wondering um, if this might be a good time to sell. So let's talk about the kind of customers, the kind of people that you specialize in helping. Who are the kind of people who, who could use your help as a, as a real estate professional that you are? You know, that's, that's an interesting question. I really appreciate that. Um, and we've covered some of this in the past, but for listeners maybe who haven't uh, been familiar with it, um, I'm a uh, residential real estate agent. I work... Uh, you know, in Greater Vancouver and the Fraser Valley, I tend to, you know, to be active in, in an awful lot of areas, you know, Martin. In fact, um, I've got an open house. Maybe I'll just dump right into that, jump into that yeah. uh, on Leadway. Go to my website. I've got a beautiful townhouse, uh, three bedroom and den, uh, 2,200 square feet. It's listed at $1,399,000 in Richmond on Leadway. So, you know, I'm out into that area's west. I've even got a listing right now, uh, you know, on Morris Valley Road, which is which is out uh, east of Mission. So, um you know, I'm all over the place, but I do residential real estate. So, you know, people, if they're if they're looking to buy their first home, maybe whether it be a townhouse, a, a condominium, a detached house. Um, I have, you know, I work with people who are downsizing, making lateral moves, uh, you know, even acreages, that sort of thing. I'm familiar with, uh, you know, the, the, the properties out in the Fraser Valley and as well as downtown condos. So, I, you know, in my 26 plus years now, uh, you know, I've, I've had quite a bit of experience, you know, in a lot of these areas. And what I do is, you know, Martin, you probably realize this in, in your profession and listeners out there will recognize this. 
you pick your field and you do everything you can to excel in that field, but you, you have boundaries. For instance, I don't do commercial real estate because that's a completely different animal with, you know, a completely different set of, uh, you know, customers and buyers and sellers, but, uh, you know, industrial properties, businesses, these sorts of things, large developments. I'm not a large development. No, I do small development, land assemblies, three, four, five lots, these sorts of things. But given the experience that I have over the years, one thing I've cultivated is a lot of relationships with agents who do, who specialize in areas that I don't. So, you know, what I'd like to say to the listeners out there is if, you know, of course, if you, you or a family member anywhere in greater Vancouver, the Fraser Valley is thinking about buying or selling you know, residential property, I'd probably be a very good choice to talk to about, you know, working with you on that. But also, you know, maybe uh, you have, uh, you know, people or you've got a business that you want to sell. I have uh, relationships with agents who do that. In fact, you know, I don't talk too much about my own personal situation, but I'm my property one day will be subdivided. And um, when that time comes, I'll probably, you know, enlist, you know, the help to work with me, one of my friends who specializes in this, you know, sort of sort of topic. So for listeners out there, residential resale, buying, selling, all that sort of stuff, I specialize in that. But I also can help put people in touch with good agents who work in other areas, Vancouver Island, up in Kelowna, Kamloops, all areas of BC, and even across the country to some degree. So if you want to just start out with who I'm dealing with and who I'm talking to, my day-to-day bread and butter uh, tend to be people who are buying and selling, making moves. And that's, you know, that's the area where I'm extremely comfortable. But I have received quite a few calls lately from people who say, you know, you know, I've been listening to you on the radio. It sounds like you've got a good take on what you're doing. Do you have anybody that can give me a good service and value in Victoria? or, you know, some of these other areas. So to listeners out there, I want you to know that you can call me, you can email me anytime. And if you have a question about real estate that I'm not able to answer or a service that I'm not able to provide in an area maybe that I don't work in, chances are I do know somebody that can help. So just for for, for starting off this program, just know people that I'm out there uh, in the areas that you need me to be. And wherever I can't be, uh, I can make sure somebody good um, is there to help. We're talking to John Carlson on this edition of Vancouver Consumer. And if you want to learn everything you need to know about John, just go to John's website, johnnysmartpoint.com. It's uh, two N's in Johnny, johnnysmartpoint.com. You can also give him a call, 604-612-0080, or send him an email, john at johnnysmartpoint.com. And I, I guess there's a lot of people out there who, who may be thinking about downsizing or thinking about moving, maybe thinking about upsizing. Uh, if it was, if I was in a position where I was thinking about selling, um, and I keep reading these stories about lack of inventory, there's just nothing to buy out there. It seems like it might be a, a good time to, to maybe jump into the market. But I know when we talk to your customers, uh, they often say they didn't feel rushed and it was often a sort of long-term process where you, where you uh, would talk to them and then they would sit on it for a few months and then they decided, and when they were ready, then they went into the market. So it's not like you're going to like uh, just pressure people into selling, but you know, talk about that process of when people get a hold of you, when they when they go to johnnysmartpoint.com and they set up a meeting, maybe over the phone or something. I mean, what is that a process like with a new person? 
You know, it depends. And that's a great question. I think the word process is, is the right word. Um, for instance, I had a call not that long ago from a lady in Pitt Meadows, and I'll be meeting her sometime soon. And given the situation of her property and tenants and that sort of thing, it's probably going to make sense that, that you know, that we don't end up doing any actual business until close to the end of this year. Uh, but, you know, as I mentioned to her, she said to me, hey, John, you know, I know you might be a busy guy. And I said, I'm not, I'm not too busy. I'd love to talk to you. Thank you very much. We looked at it. And we agreed, hey, let's pick this conversation up again in about three months. So, I'm not the kind of realtor, actually, this is a good point, I think, too, is I'm not the kind of agent who um, calls people uh, over and over and says, hey, are you ready to sell? Are you ready to sell today? You know, I, I don't really have time for that, and I don't think it's productive. But what I do is when people contact me, sometimes they're ready to go right now, and there's a there's a need to list a property or buy a property, whatever it might be, and I'm ready to jump on that and get to, get fully to work. But oftentimes, as you mentioned, you know, people are kind of feeling things out. Is this the right time for me? Is this the right time in the market? What's, you know, and so we have these discussions and, you know, through that, my job and in the initial stages, Martin, is to try to identify, uh, you know, get an understanding, I should say, of, of what this person is trying to accomplish and then, you know, maybe troubleshoot and, and throw ideas at them. Hey, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? Have you talked to an accountant? Is there capital gains involved? This is an, this is an investment property. Have you, you know, looked at the Residential Tenancy Act? Have you, you know, do you know where you're going to go for your next property? And just troubleshoot and talk about the process. And through that, generally, pretty quickly, we come up with a kind of a framework. So some of my clients that I'm working with now, I've been talking to for a year or more, you know, on a on a semi-regular basis. And again, sometimes I think people are hesitant to contact a salesperson or a real estate agent because they're worried that if they give this person their email address or phone number, that they're going to be harassed and, uh, you know, and, and tried to be pressured into acting quickly. And that's one of the nice things about being a, you know, a busy agent who has a steady stream of good clients is that I, I don't need to do that. I don't want to do that. I, I wouldn't enjoy doing that, but I do enjoy cultivating relationships with people who are going to be working with me in the future. So you use the word process. I think that's a perfect word for it. There's a beginning, uh, you know, there's some information gathering, there are some decisions to be made in terms of how to go forward. And sometimes we don't have all the answers. And so we just keep the lines of communication open. As you've mentioned many times, people can reach me by phone, by text, by email. And, uh, you know, I think the key is, uh, you know, to be sometimes you got to stir the pot, so to speak. You don't know exactly where you're going to go. You're not exactly sure when you're going to sell. So you, you're looking in the, you know, at the market in terms of what your property might sell for for day today. And where would you likely go? And you just kind of need to investigate. And and some some are on slow cook, some are on, you know, ready to go now. But every every situation could potentially be different. And my job is to you know use my ears first and foremost, offer out good information and good advice to help people move forward in the process. And then eventually there comes a time when people say, hey, let's put pen to paper, let's get some photos of my place, let's get it on the market, we're ready to go. And I guess in this kind of market, which is really changing, when you think about where we've been in the last year, it seemed like, oh, things were falling. They were, they were, they were really falling. And then in the spring, they start to climb again. So things are changing so quickly. I guess it's really important that people are prepared. They don't just jump in, that maybe they've been preparing for this, this sale for a while. And maybe that old phrase, keep your, your powder dry and you hmm. can be ready if, if you decide very quickly that it's time to sell. Yes. And up, updating is, is important as well. As you, as you mentioned, things change. Um, this year, 
you know, as, as you mentioned, we, we, we had a, a bump in the market. Spring happened. There's not a lot of listings around. If you look statistically at the number of listings that have hit in, say, you know, February, March, April, May, and June, uh, we have had fewer listings this year. Maybe it's a bit of a result of the hangover of the of their super hot times of the few, few years previous, but there aren't that many listings. So it's not exactly that the market is red hot in terms of buyers jumping around like crazy. It's more that the serious buyers out there have limited choices. And, you know, so that's a leverage situation. And that's part of the analysis of the market that I, that I offer people, you know, it depends on their segment. Some segments are a lot more active than others right now. Uh, affordability is important. Some areas are more active. So we drill down into those things, but you know, that is part of the process. And when you mentioned Martin that, you know, is it a good time to sell? This is the biggest question I get with people because interest rates have gone up, uh, you know, in another week, they might go up again. We don't know yet. And so the dynamic in terms of, you know, even even aside from people's personal situations, there's the, you know, there's the bigger picture of, you know, what's the financing industry doing? Where are interest rates going and that sort of thing? And when I look at that, a little bit of a spoiler alert here, I'm just going to go out and say right now, because I, I'm interested if we look back on this in two or three months, if this will be accurate or not. But I have a feeling that the pricing that we're seeing right now may likely be the high point in pricing that we see for, for this year in 2023. Mm -hmm. Yeah. An inter an interesting thought and uh, all the more reason why uh, people should be prepared. They, it's not something you should leave to the last minute. If, if you're thinking of, of moving, of downsizing, at least be prepared. And you can do that by getting a hold of John Carlson. Uh, johnnysmartpoint.com is the website, J-O-H-N-N-Y, smartpoint.com. You can also uh, email John, john at johnnysmartpoint.com or give them a phone call, 604-612-0080. Uh, this is Vancouver Consumer. And when we come back, we're going to talk uh, to John about uh, kind of what he sees for this market, where prices are headed. Um, like he says, we could see another interest rate hike. So are we in kind of a sweet spot? Uh, who knows? Um, it's it's uh, it's Vancouver real estate, but uh, we'll find out more. And we'll also uh, hear about some uh, great listings that John has, including an open house. Uh, this weekend on uh, tomorrow, actually. Uh, that's all when Vancouver Consumer continues with John Carlson, Johnny Smartpoint, johnnysmartpoint.com. We'll be back with more right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong and we're talking real estate with our friend John Carlson. You know him, of course, as Johnny Smartpoint. And you can find him online, johnnysmartpoint.com. You can also send him an email, john at johnnysmartpoint.com. And as we just discussed, if you get a hold of John, uh, he's there to answer questions. It's not going to be one of those things where you're suddenly on a list and you're going to get phoned all the time and he's going to pressure you into selling your house. It's, it's not about that. It's about the process of being ready and all that stuff. And I, I'm just wondering, I mean, it was pretty hot last week. Um, what's it like when it's really hot? Do, do people want to look at houses when it's this hot? Well, you know, summer, you know, that's an interesting topic. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I find that summer's interesting because, you know, there's no 100% truth. Some people say, well, things slow down in the summer or some people pick up. 
when it gets hot, some people go on holiday, Martin, as we know. In fact, we just had a long weekend uh, and, you know, I took some time off for the first time in a while and I feel quite rested and I, I was very happy to do that and my phone didn't ring. Uh, you know, I was, it was, it was quite nice to tell you the truth. Now, I don't want that to go on too long, of course, because now, now I'm back at it. But in the summer when it gets hot, some people just go away and that's to be expected. But on the other hand, there are people who want to get into their new properties, maybe before their kids go to school, or they want to register their kids in a particular school. So they want to make sure they have an address, you know, where they're moving. I've got clients right now, we've got an offer accepted on their place and subject removal is coming up, you know, after the weekend. And, uh, you know, they're, they're frantically trying to get their new place put together on Vancouver Island where they're moving to. So, and one of their big concerns is we've got kids, they're ready to go to school. We don't want to interrupt their schedule. So, you know, when it gets hot, when the summer comes around, there's, there's, you know, there's different effects going in different directions, but it's interesting when the, you know, when I took a look at the, uh, the June statistics, even though I sensed a lull happening in the market, and by that, I mean, uh, you know, offers not coming in necessarily as frequently as a couple months ago, um, or buyers being excited, or or when buyers do come in writing offers that are a little bit lower, and their you know their agents telling me, hey John, you know we went to the bank and with this new interest rate hike, you know they 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 got a limit, they can't go past this because you know the stress test and all that other sort of stuff. So even though there's a bit little bit of a lull and I felt a little bit of a calming in the market, I mean, there are still people who have deadlines. And one of those other deadlines, again, has to do with interest rate Martins, because as, as you know, uh, buyers will go to the lender and they'll get pre-qualified and they'll get a rate guarantee. And sometimes those rate guarantees are 90 days, sometimes 120 days. But, you know, let's face it, in the last 90, 120 days, we've had interest rates go up once or twice. So there are buyers out there also who are saying, hey, I want to find a property now. Uh, before you know, my, I lose my good rate and I have to pay another half a percent more on my interest rate. So again, summer, the heat, it affects different people in different ways. Some people have some urgency, some people don't. Um, but over these past few years, you know, we've seen that summer tends to be a pretty busy time. And, and I would say that, you know, if anything, right towards the end of August, there's generally a little bit of a lull because people are trying to squeeze whatever they can out of summer before Labor Day. So I don't know, that's kind of a long-winded answer, but uh, you know, the summer continues to be busy and it depends on personal situation. Yeah. And it's interesting because it seems like every real estate deal is different as you're saying. And, uh, I guess that's where experience comes in because, uh, lately, uh, I've heard it from a, a few of your recent clients and, uh, they've had multiple offers and, uh, offers above the list price. And then, you know, months ago it was kind of, kind of the opposite. And I, I guess that's where experience comes in and how important is experience when you're dealing with a, a real estate agent, uh, how important is it that they, sort of understand the different market conditions? You know, I think experience is probably, you know, if not the most important aspect of, uh, you know, of a repertoire that a real estate agent can bring. It's definitely one of them. And, you know, it's interesting. I heard years ago when I was a newer agent and it didn't make as much sense as it does now, but uh, that experience is important, but what's really counts is recent experience. I mean, if, if I've been <laughs> in the business 26 years and I did a bunch of sales uh, 15, 20 years ago, things change. And, uh, you know, you want, you know, I think that if I'm hiring a professional to help me in this kind of an industry, I want somebody who is, you know, has a lot of recent experience and has a good feel for what, you know, the market's doing. And, and in fact, if, if you don't mind, I was, I was just looking at my, you know, and one of the reasons that listeners might be saying, Hey, sounds like John's looking for some new listings out there. He's, he's kind of, 
saying, hey, give me a call. And, and I always do that, of course. But yeah, you know, right now I, I could use some new listings. I look at if you go to my website, you know, my website designers away right now. So there's not a lot of updates, but my listing on 56 Avenue condo. We got a couple offers on that. That sold over list price. Uh, I've got a listing on Guildford Way, another condo in Coquitlam. That one has an accepted offer with, you know, conditions due to come off soon. You know, I've got uh, a place on 143A in Surrey and in, in West Newton or East Newton. And that one has an accepted offer as well. I've got my acreage in, in Mission and that one has an accepted offer. So I've been quite busy lately, but I'm very much trying to gear up for my next phase of the summer. So listeners out there who maybe want a good agent to talk to about putting their house on the property this summer, definitely give me a call. Yeah, we're talking to John Carlson on Vancouver Consumer. Johnny Smart Point. Uh, johnnysmartpoint.com is the website address, J-O-H-N-N-Y, smartpoint.com. And you can also uh, send him an email, john at johnnysmartpoint.com, or give him a phone call, 604-612-0080. And uh, a lot of people ask me, well, what's the deal with SmartPoint? What does that mean? And I always tell them it has to do with your commission structure because you're a 2% realtor. So let's talk a little bit about that and how that uh, is is a unique thing uh, that that you have and uh, how people can save some money because you're a 2% realtor. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that. I, I, maybe I'll clarify a bit. Uh, the smart point part of that is a commission structure. And mm-hmm. before I talk too much about commission, I mean, you know, I need to say, and, and it's true that commissions are, they vary. There's no set commission rates. I'm not necessarily the cheapest guy in town. Um, you know, you could, of course, uh, put a sign on your yard and work, you know, and not pay anybody and do it yourself. The question is, you know, or, or there's other agents as well that, that may charge less. Um, but quite frankly, compared to the vast majority of commission structures you'll find out there, I save people money. And that's only part of the smart point, because, you know, if, if I'm hiring a if, if I have a serious concern and I'm selling a house and trying to maximize your sale price is a serious concern. You want, this is, you know, there's, there's no joking around. You want to handle this well and you want to maximize it, you know, or, or if you needed a good lawyer for any reason or any kind of representation that was important to you, the price you pay is important, but the value proposition is, is, is more important. In other words, if, if I wasn't a good agent and could not produce good results, then it wouldn't really matter what my commission structure was because I wouldn't be a good idea to work for. So, the smart point really relates to, to a lot of that. Uh, getting a good service from a professional who's got a good track record and has the experience to back that up and can uh, you know, step into a relationship with you as a home seller or a home buyer and you know, kind of put heads together and work cooperatively with you and just you know, and, and honor that agency relationship that says that as a real estate agent, I owe my duties full disclosure, confidentiality. I'm there to serve their interests, not my own. And by doing that, that keeps me busy. So the smart point is is basically getting it all at a package and a price that people say, hmm, you know, I think this is a good choice. Basically, Martin, to put it in just plain English, I try to make it a no-brainer for people to work for me. I try to offer the best value I can, and I got a track record to back that up. So the smart point relates to all of that. Yeah, because it's like, you know, hiring a lawyer or a real estate agent. People generally don't hire a lawyer because they're the cheapest one or I think smart people don't, but if you, uh, you, you just provide that smart point right in the middle between experience, you've, you've got the experience, you've been doing it forever. And, uh, it's a, a, you know, a a better value. 
And, you know, it's interesting because people say to me sometimes, gee, John, you know, why, you know, if, 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 you know, you're a, you promote yourself as an experienced agent uh, who gets good results and all these sorts of things, why wouldn't you come to, you know, this particular company or that particular company and charge more? Because, you know, a lot of agents charge 7% of the first 200, 7% of the first $100,000 of the sale price and two and a half or 3% of the balance. And, I, you know, and, and that's fair. I mean, this is a, this is a you know, everything is, is, is open and buyers can decide and sellers can decide who they want to work with and what fees they want to pay. And that's the way it should be. But I'll often get questions or even even get recruiting calls from from assistants from other offices who might say, hey, John, you know, you know, would you consider coming to our company? And I always thank people for, for those sorts of comments and those sorts of inquiries. Because, you know, they're a little bit flattering, but I, you know, my, my immediate response is I'm very happy with the business model that I have. Uh, I feel great about putting a good service out there and having testimonials on this program and everywhere else where agents say, hey, or where my clients say, hey, John did a good job and he saved us money. Makes me feel good. And sure, I could probably collect bigger paychecks if I were to change my commission structure. But I want to be attractive, Martin. I want people to pick up that phone and give me a call. And so I just step forward and I just put out a value proposition there that I think is a good value proposition. And, and that's what keeps me going, because in this industry, especially if you're a new agent or, you know, for whatever reasons, you can spend an awful lot of time, money and effort knocking on doors or picking up phones and trying to stir up business and Quite frankly, my phone rings and I get calls from one of my many past clients or relatives or friends that said, hey, you helped Joe and Shirley, you helped Barb. They said good things about you. And you know what? They saved money and they felt really good about it. And so for me, I'm in a perfect spot. My 2% commission structure um, is something that people see value in. It's something that keeps me you know, very happy in terms of the volume of, of, of business that I do. And I wouldn't change it for the world. Mm-hmm. And and before I let you go, uh, let's talk about uh, your open house tomorrow. Uh, in oh, Richmond. yeah. Yeah, let's do, do that. Uh, you know, this is a fantastic, and, and I, I won't say too much, but personal situations come into play with sellers. And, you know, we've had this on the market a bit, and we had to turn offers away for a while because of personal situations. Um, so although it's been on the market for, you know, over a month, month and a half, it really was not particularly available for a time. And uh, quite frankly, we've had offers that were in the range, if not more, than our than our current list price. So, if you want to look at a fantastic townhouse in Richmond, uh, the address is it's unit number four. It's seven two zero zero Ledway Road. List price one million three ninety nine nine. And this is a fantastic complex. There's only eleven units. It's self managed. It's one of those you know places with a great big double garage and. Main level living, front and back, no stairs. You just walk in. It's flat and level with a large kitchen, eating area, generous living room, uh, three huge bedrooms and a den upstairs, lots of square footage. Uh, and, and this is a fantastic one. So I would you know, be willing to bet that this one won't last long. We're now at $1,399 and the seller's now prepared to look at offers. And uh, I'll be there Sunday, tomorrow, between 1 p.m., and 3 p.m. So go to my website. I've got the pictures. I got the floor plans. I've got the 3D Matterport tours. And if you like what you see, feel free to give me a call or just show up Sunday between 1 and 3 p.m. JohnnySmartPoint.com is the website. Uh, you can also email John. John at JohnnySmartPoint.com. We'll have fun tomorrow. And uh, I look forward to talking to you in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'll see you in two weeks. I appreciate it. Thanks so much.
You're very welcome. John Carlson, Johnny Smartpoint, johnnysmartpoint.com. This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And coming up, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau admits he's a Swifty. Plus, how do you become a busker in Vancouver? All that when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong, and you know you're a big star when you're getting messages from a country's prime minister because you skipped that country on your latest tour. That's how Taylor Swift is. That's how big Taylor Swift is. She announced her big international tour a few weeks ago, but she skipped Canada altogether. And now Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has chimed in after Taylor added some new cities this past week with a message on Twitter that didn't include Canada. Trudeau responded to that tweet with a reply saying that Canada would love to have her if she could find a few extra dates. He also paraphrased lyrics from Taylor Swift's songs, posting... So don't make it another cruel summer. We hope to see you soon. Don't know whether or not it'll work, but we'll see. Vancouver still has some big shows coming to town this summer. If you're lucky enough to grab and or afford the tickets. A week from today, next Saturday, Madonna is at Rogers Arena for her celebration tour. Tears for Fears is at Rogers on the 24th of July. Sam Smith on the 22nd of August at Rogers and Drake is the 29th of August, also at Rogers. Then there's all the PNE concerts at the Amphitheater going on during the fair. Uh, you have to buy tickets separately for those, along with your PNE admission. But they'll have Billy Idol, Pat Benatar, Boney M, and Blue Rodeo, among many other acts. And don't forget the Vancouver Folk Music Festival. That happens next weekend at Jericho Beach Park. That's probably one of the most beautiful live settings anywhere in the world to watch a concert. You've got the beach, the mountains, and some of the most interesting performers uh, from every genre of music, not just folk, all playing on different stages. Or you can always catch the buskers playing all over the Lower Mainland this summer. Think about it. Some of the biggest stars out there got their start playing on the street for loose change. Everybody from Ed Sheeran to Rod Stewart all got their start that way. Yeah, Rod Stewart used to be a busker in London. So when it comes to playing live music on the streets of Vancouver, busking, can just anybody get up there and play? Do you have to audition? Well, sort of. It's pretty easy to get a permit in Vancouver. You don't have to audition or even prove that you can play an instrument. You just pay around 45 bucks for three months. Plus, there are a bunch of areas where you don't even need a permit, like Library Square outside the Queenie Theatre, Terry Fox, Terry Fox Plaza outside BC Place, and the Art Gallery. It's a little trickier if you want to perform inside the transit stations. For that, you have to apply through the TransLink Busker Program's annual open call. You have to submit a short video and bio and appear in front of a panel of five people. If you make it through, you get a year-long license and can perform at designated times at 10 of the busiest locations across the transit system. In addition... You can even be profiled online and get some promotion from TransLink. Uh, Because they're so particular, TransLink says they don't often get a lot of complaints about the quality of their performers. Granville Island 
is also a tough place to get into if you're a busker. I mean, it's a big artistic center. And Granville Island has 11 outdoor locations for performers to play. Seven of them are amplified, plus there are eight indoor stages. If you want to play one of those, you have to submit at least two videos of your act and be ready to audition a 20-minute set in front of a panel of judges. And unlike the city of Vancouver's busking program, performers at Granville Island, like jugglers and illusionists, are permitted to use fire or dangerous props, but they have to provide proof of insurance and relevant permits outside of their audition. Uh, You see a lot of jugglers with fire, and uh, I once saw a guy juggling chainsaws. Absolutely true. So a good reason to check out Granville Island. Lots of live entertainment this summer. Technically free, though they usually pass the hat. It's worth your while to throw in a couple of bucks. And if you do go to Granville Island, take transit because you don't know who you'll see performing on the way. I'm Martin Strong. This is Vancouver Consumer coming up. Do you like getting free stuff on your birthday? A lot of companies that used to offer that don't anymore. I'll tell you why. Plus, it's all the other consumer news of the week when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.